Okay. Should be a good Shavua Tov for everybody. Sponsors for the month, Alon and Jenny Englenoff, the month of Tevet, Lili Nishmat, Avram Chai, Ben Yosef Shimon, Zichon Alibracha. This week is sponsored by Zahava Englard and Norman Shapiro in honor of their sons, Avram Yosef, Ben Zahava Dina, Ezra, Ben Miriam Ilana, and all the Chayalim. By Brandon and Eliza Beer for the Yorzit of Shifra, Rivka, Bat Elchanan Yitzchak, Zichon Alibracha, for our many challenges, Lo Yichbe, Balayla Neira, Batishak Liam Achron. Beautiful. By Sharona and Benzion Blank in honor of their son Svi's offer of this past Shabbos in Shirat David and his upcoming wedding to Emuna Armon Imitashem this Wednesday. Um, and daily sponsorship by Joseph and Barbara Unger Frisch in honor in honor of me. And um, and for the Chayalim and the return of our Chatufim and continued protection of Klal Yisrael during the war. Okay, we can pass these pages out. We're going to do something. I felt very strongly that we have to do something a little bit different today. And we have to, uh, we have to start off the week very focused. Very, very focused. So, I just shared in the end of davening with the men right now the following. And... Uh, it's going to be, it's really what this, what today's learning, learning, what today's chizuk is all about. You know, Breslov and Chassidim, in Breslov, when you, you ask a Breslover, like, what was Rabbi Nachman's chidush? What was his, where were his chidushim? Chidushei Torah. So even though he had, Ein Sof Chidushei Torah, like chidushim, right? His inyan was not so much what his chidushei Torah were. Like, people don't go around and saying, oh, you know, the, the Malbim says that, and the Maharal says that, and, and, you know, then, I don't know who else you could say, in another parashan, the Barbanel says that, and then you go down to the Hasidic masters, oh, and the Sfas Emes said like that. Rabbi Nachman's thing wasn't chidushim. The other wrestlers always say he was the master of etzot. Etzot. Eitzah. means, literally, advice. Now, Rebendel Rimenov, I want to remind you of teaching that Rebendel Rimenov says that the Torah is called an Eitz Chaim Hila Machzikim, an Eitz Chaim, Eitz from the Lashon of Eitzah. That the Torah is Eitzot Tovot Lechaim Nitzchim. That's how Rebendel Rimenov once that, that the Pasuk we say, you know, Eitz Chaim Hila Machzikim Ba. That the Torah is really just, it's, it's, a universe, a universe of etzot. And etza, it doesn't just mean an, an, an advice over here. Literally, it means connecting you to the tree of life. And I think, I'm thinking about this a lot because our son, Baruch Hashem, is going to be turning three in like a few weeks. And his name, as you know, is Nachman. And I'm connecting so much to, to his name because... Not, I'm trying to remember, you know, trying to remember when we gave him his name, like what what was going on, and it, it seems so clear that in every stage of our lives right now, we need more than ever an etza right now to not lose it. We need an etza to stay focused and stay strong and stay determined. Because this war is a mamash, mamash metish. It just is exhausting. 
And when we have such a Shabbos, like we had here this Shabbos, then go out to Shabbos to like, what, you know, someone actually came up to me early Shabbos morning. And he told me, you're not going to believe what happened in, in, in Azalek 3, and Khatufim. And I, I, I mamish wanted to punch him in the face because like, <laughs> like, if I'm going to, I'm going to, if this is true, I'm going to find out about it after Shabbos, you know. So all Shabbos day, I knew, like I was walking around thinking, oh my God. Like I was talking about this at Shalashudas, I don't want to come out of Shabbos. Not because I love, love Shabbos right now, it's just because I know what's waiting for me, Motzi Shabbos. And it's like that with us also waking up in the morning. Some of us, I've had many conversations with people that don't want to wake up in the morning, not because they don't want to, they don't want to be alive. It's just that they don't want to wake up to, what's, to what, has been, what has been waiting for them when they wake up in the morning. Now all these things that we're going through, machlishim, they weaken us tremendously. They mamish make us. They make us very, very weak. In the in the first shear that we that we thank you so much. In the first shear that we did with the men series, the day after, the day after October eighth, we spoke about that the greatest pain that that is happening that happened to the neshama and Simchas Torah is that Achil Hashem causes doubt and kfira. It shoots arrow, arrows of doubt into our emuna, into our emuna, and a kiddush Hashem is removing the doubt. That's all it is in a nutshell. That achil Hashem is that I have reasons to think that all the stuff that I usually feel very strongly about, I see that it's not zlo met mashal. Now we can look at the last, I don't know how many days it is already, it's a 70-something days. And we know that we've taken on a lot. You know, we know we've, we've taken on so much, so many, not just Tehillim, and not just Chesed, not just learning. We know we've taken on so, so much. And therefore we ask ourselves, how am I expected to keep on going strong when I met with such news on a daily basis? So first of all, in Yush Ba'olam Klal, if it's the Ratzon of Hashem to end this whole Mishigas right now, it can happen. And Alavai, it should be so. And I pray that I never, I never ever lose that Nekuda of Tmimus, of Emunah Pshuta, that's saying it can, it, can, it can all end this second. While I'm in the midst of it, I need to invite Rabbi Nachman into my heart. I've never felt it so strongly. And it's, it's not this Indian of everyone has to become a breast of his, like, no, no. Everyone simply has to do whatever they got to do to internalize the concept of being a Yehudiya Ma'amina, a Yehudi Ma'amin, a Jew that really has emuna right now and, and understand it, understand the Ma'aracha. Because we believe that the other side of this war is an Eretz Yisrael Hashlema, Eretz Yisrael Hakdosha, Eretz Yisrael Betifarta, a new Eretz Yisrael, a new Am, a new world, a new, 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 new. And I don't want to get lost in the role. I don't want to get lost on the way. So one of the people that's helped us tremendously over the years is Rav Erez Moshe Doron. Rav Erez Moshe Doron, I just was in touch with him two weeks ago, trying to get him to come to the shul in the next few weeks. His way of bringing down Rabbi Nachman to this door is very unique because it's very simple. It's very down-to-earth. I'm sure some of you remember learning some of the pieces with him over the years. He's, he's just, it's just, it's for our door. It's words for our door. 
So what we're going to be learning right now is really based on three lines in Rabbi Nachman and three lines in Rabbi Nassim. And I hope that this makes us, this gives us what we need to start another week here in Eretz Yisrael. And even while I'm saying everything that I'm saying, just to keep in mind that the believing Yid knows that in a second, Hashem Barach can change over, everything can change. Just like in our Pasha this Shabbos, it says a very interesting word about the moment that Yosef Tzadik started to, things started to change for him. The Lashon that's used is the word Vayeritzuhu Minabor, Vayeritzuhu. And everyone's, that means they, they hurried him out of jail, right? So everyone's asking, why doesn't it just say Vayotzi'uhu Minabor? Why doesn't it just say they took him out of the bar? So Svarno says a good thing that Kimchi pointed out to me last week. Svarno says over there, if you look at Svarno, it says the Torah is coming to show us that the moment that the wheels turn, the moment Hashem decides that your own Galus is over, the Torah emphasizes it happens like this, Vayiritzuhu Minabor, fast. They, they, what's, everything got, everything was fast. And we're not there yet. It's not Vayiritzuhu yet. It's very much, you know, it, it almost feels like slow motion, like everything's in slow motion. Could be it's not. In reality, we don't know. We're just subject to <coughs> how how we're being fed the news. But alavai, alavai, vayiritzuhu mina, am Yisrael kulo vayiritzuhu mina borazeh from this from this absolute you know dark hole of darkness and pain and such pain and agony. And we're gonna do our part, Hashem, and we're begging you to do your part. So Rabbi Erez Moshe Doron, atayachol tatchili lachem. Rabbi Ez Moshe Doron says, "Yalla, you could do this. Start fighting. Start fighting." So what you're gonna, you may you may think to yourself, "I'm not a soldier. I don't have a gun. What do you mean? I don't, and start. I must start fighting. Where am I in the war? I must start fighting. Where, what's my war? What's my fight?" So look how he look how he speaks about his personal relationship here with the master Eitzah Giver, Rabbi Nachman. I, I'm sorry, I don't have any more pages. Just, just listen. Open your heart. It's, 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 uh, it's strong. Mikol mi she'epam pagashti ve'she'epam pagashoti, rak Rabbi Nachman ra'auti ve'nagabi. From anyone I ever met, from anyone that ever uh, met me, it was only Rabbi Nachman that saw me, and touched me. Rabbi Nachman litefoti beyad achat. He stroked me with one hand. This is amazing. And on the other hand, he gave me a knife. He stroked me in one hand, saying, Come, come, precious kin. And at the same time, he gave me, he gave me a weapon in the other hand. Okay? He said, You're not bad, you are good, period. But start fighting. You have to place light into the darkness. Day after day, again after again. This is how it works. Don't freak out. This is, this is Hashem's script. This is what God wants, and this is how you will win. Win what? Win what? Win what? That's the question. This is how you will win what? What do you think?
This is how you will prevail over darkness. This is just the only way it works. So the question is, So, okay. I want to do this. I want to be this person. How, does, how do I place into the darkness light? Right now, let's face it, there's a lot of choshech. A lot, a lot of choshech. Maybe some of us were expecting that by Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan, the whole thing would be over, and all of Am Yisrael would, would somehow be plugged into a new world of light and tshuva, and there'd be 150,000 Jews that realize you can't stay in Galut anymore, they all moved here, <laughs> and that all these rats, these dirty animals from the, from the Hamas will, would all be dead, and like maybe that's what some, some of us would right? So there's still, there's so much choshech, these, these, these animals, these rats, these filthy, filthy people, filthy people are still, still trying to harm Am Yisrael. So how do I put light into the darkness that we have right now? So when it comes to the menorah, the Pasuk says, You make a pure gold light of the menorah, a menorah made out of pure gold. This is an interesting word. What does miksha mean? Does anyone know? Hammered. Huh? Hammered. Hammered, you should make the menorah. Miksha from the from the lashon kasha, right? Yeah, but the kavana is that it's only one piece. Right? That that's the kavana there. For for this, it, I'm not talking about one piece or two pieces. It's the lashon of kasha. That that's what we're going with. Miksha teaseh menorah. You make the menorah miksha miksha, and it's true miksha achat. Rabbi Natan kotev miksha teaseh menorah. In order kedesha or yagia, you need something. In order to put light in darkness, in order to make a menorah, zahav tahor, you need this word in your life. This word is called miksha. What's miksha? Akshanut shel plada. That means stubbornness and persistence made out of steel. Akshanut shel plada. We've, we've had this word in our learning for, for a few years pop up here and there. Akshanut. Um, persistence. Stubbornness. There's a few others. Uh, perseverance. perseverance is a really, really strong one. This word akshanut is a very, very powerful word. But I'm, I'm going to keep on going to the word akshanut and not try to translate it each time because you, you get you get the drift of it. Okay, you need akshanut shel plada, like a soldier to get his job done. He has to be an akshan kmo plada, like mamish, like steel, that nothing can move him, no matter what, from the target from the purpose, from the focus to the nitzachon, to win. Umi sheitchil, now he quotes Reb Nassim. Umi sheitchil me'at ba'avodat Hashem yodeazot. Whatever started a little bit when it comes to taking on more in the service of God, becoming a, a servant of Hashem, she'i efshar liyot ish Yisrael be'emet ki'im al-yedei akshanut gadol. Without this miksha, without this Akshanut shel plada, you actually can't be a servant of God. You can't be flimsy when it comes to being a servant of Hashem. You can't be flimsy. You can't be something that blows in the wind. That you can't be something that gets startled and then changes all of your thoughts and all of your opinions. 
it has to be miksha. Why? Reb Nassim says, Ki ar-behar patkaot, a lot of adventures, v'aliyot v'yiridot, and many highs and lows, tzrichim l'avor ha'kol echad v'echad b'li shiur, has to go upon every single person in this world, has to go through so many highs, so many lows, so many adventures. You know, if we right now had like, if we, you could, you, you, you could do this, not, not on these walls, but because that'd be weird, but if you had like, if we had this like paper on all these walls right now in this room, and I said, you know what, I'm stopping Shear right now, and for the next 35 minutes, what I'm asking of each of you is to write down on, a, on the paper, on wherever, highs and lows and adventures that you've been through in your life prior to Simchas Torah, right? Would there be enough, are there enough walls in this whole building? Just for, the, for those of you that are in this room right now? Just for those of you that are in this room, right? Now there are other humans that exist that aren't here and add theirs and add their adventures and add their highs, add their lows. Rabbi Nachman says each person goes through so many of these things in their life. Adventure after adventure. We don't even remember most of them. Now, let me go now to Simchas Torah. Do you remember, Bichlal, all of your highs and lows in Simchas Torah? Do you remember it since Zos Hanukkah? Which was Friday, <laughs> right? Now, if every time a high or a low took control of me, I'd be a puddle. Some of us are. That's why we, what, what Renaissance is saying, any person that goes into Avodah Hashem, if their highs and their lows and their adventures are going to keep on swaying them from one corner to the next, they don't really ever start anywhere, and there's no movement. But if a person isn't a tremendous akshan, which means if a person isn't able to be persistent and has the perseverance to remember, I began something, I took a step, I did take a step forward, I did move to a certain direction with my avodat Hashem, if I'm not able to like hold on to the little bit that I can remember that I actually did, that means you won't be able to stand. What is Rav Nassim saying to us? What is Rav Nassim saying to us? I asked you if you remember all the things you took on since Simchas right? All the different things. And Ruch Hashem, there's been, you know, an, an endless amount of things, both, you know, community-wise and also personally, from based on the conversations... I've been blessed to have with any of any of the chavri here. Everyone's everyone's done something, but because we get so whacked in the head and in the heart every single day, it feels like we haven't done anything. It feels like nothing's happened. And not only doesn't it feel like nothing's happened, it feels like we've been moving a, a different direction, backwards. Sometimes it even feels like we're moving backwards. But I know that's not the truth. So what doesn't allow me to hold on to the little bit of good that I've taken on and say, this is my makom right now? What is that voice that tells me, you haven't really, nothing's really changed. Nothing's really moved forward. What does that voice sound like? It takes a lot of positives to rid a negative, right? So we always say in education, you have to give X amount of positives for a child to move forward. But you give one negative comment, and all the positives that you have said 
puts them back to square one. So we can be doing a lot of positives, but not in, it's just not enough to erase that one negative that may happen. Or there's just too many negatives to wipe that, and they wipe out all the positives that we've done. Mm-hmm. That's chazak, definitely true, and, and it's easy to, to to place that when it comes to chinuch, when it comes to school, and when it comes to how we are with our children. Yeah. So, um, in like one second or less, we've been here two weeks, and I can tell you before, I'm a Just if you could talk a little bit louder, I'm sorry. Oh, so, so what you're saying really touches me because I don't know if you've seen it, but if anyone's seen Schindler's List, they <coughs> saved thousands and thousands of Jews during the Holocaust. At the very end of the movie, when they're all free, he cries and he tries to take off his wedding veil. Because he's like, I could have done more. And I just feel like every time I see something, I could have done more. I could have given more money. I could have maybe squeezed in another base or, or something. You know, because I'm not really the type to make cookies for people in, in hotels. That's just not who I am. Um, but that's what's happening over here. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, no, ma- no matter what, like, I'm sitting here, I've been to Uman, and I love Breslov, especially love Rabbi Matan, he's like, as Rabbi Maimon says, he's the best friend you never knew you had. <laughs> and, uh, but that feeling of, there's got to be, like, some five minutes or some other thing. Like, like right uh-huh. now, I'm trying to find tacticals here for a bunch of paratroopers that really have low morale, because... Uh-huh. Their stuff falls apart, you know. It's like, what else can I do? And that's what I'm struggling with. Right. I think, first of all, I know you didn't say it to get the <coughs> to get any cover, but it is beautiful, and we do thank you. Just, you know, bemet. It's big. Sure. It's very big. Sure. I think that all of us are in that place that we all know we could do more. And while we know we could do more, we're also getting whacked on the head with with this confusion of saying, how come what we're taking, how come all that we're taking on doesn't seem to be working? Okay, but you know whose voice that is? That's Amalek, that's the Satan, that's the Sitra Achra. What does it mean it's not working? What, what, is it, what, do you, what do I know what's working and what's not working? See, in my human eye, in my, the way I humanly look at things, working means the chesed that I do would mean that no one gets hurt and that the bad people, sorry, the good people are protected and the bad people get hurt and, and move away. And according to my human eye and my human intellect, that to me is, is what should be. That should be the, the outcome, nachon. And I struggle with trying to understand how do I move from this place? Because what makes me think that I haven't moved forward at all? Because based on what I can see, it doesn't seem to be working. That's true always, not just now. Because now it hurts so much more. I can be doing something more because then it'll work. I don't know. 
Do I know? If I, if I, did Oscar Schindler know that if he was able to help more, he would have been able to help more than Hashem allowed to help him? No. He doesn't. He didn't know. If we had, if we raised right now another hundred million dollars for everything that the army needed, do I know based on what I do that the result would be what I think it would be? I don't know. It doesn't exempt me from my ishtadlut. I still have to take the sakin. I got to take the weapon and do what I have to do. But at the same time that I'm working so hard on that front, I have to also work really hard on the front of remembering that I don't know anything other than making a move towards Hashem is always, always the right thing and is always the holy, holiest thing that I can do in the moment, regardless of how much I could see it or I can't see it. And that truth is so hard to accept. It is so hard to accept. But Rabbi Nachman says, if you don't pay attention to the little, if you're not stubborn, and if you're not persistent over the little bit of Kedusha that you did and acknowledge this is real, he's saying, you're, not gonna, you're gonna fall on your face. There's nothing that's gonna keep you up. You won't have a place in this world. Every single little wind will come and blow you who knows where. And that's why I think today's generation is so in love with Rabbi Nachman because he's giving them, Rabbi Nachman's giving this, this whole door of like the little bits, all the legitimacy and Kedusha and, and all the recognition of that. And that's what we need to do right now as well. So let's continue. We're right after... The, the brackets, right after the quote, Likuti Alechot, Nolati, a person says, a person can say about themselves, Nolati besadot shel choshech, I was born into fields of darkness, Avru alai idanim shel kerach, I've been through ice ages, meaning I've been, I've been living an existence, I've been living a reality that's so cold, so bitter cold, bitter cold, Aval Rabbi Nachman ba, Beshalach li dibur chotech kmo metaor letoch choshech. But Rabbi Nachman comes and sends me such a line, like like a um, how do you say that in English? It's a a lifeline. A lifeline, and sends me this piercing light into the darkness, and he says to me like this: "Ata yachol, you can tatchili lachem. Start fighting. It's true. All these things around us, they're happening. It's true. It's all true." These things are happening. The news we're waking up to, he's not denying it, but he's saying, Avarega, you, could, you can right now start fighting. And this is where he quotes from, this, is, this, this Torah, it's, it's so gorgeous. When it comes to anything regarding the service of Hashem, you have to be a big akshan, and not let go of your space. Even the little bit that you began, no matter what you're going through, you began, you took on something, you did something, you fought, you are fighting right now. You are fighting right now. To be strong and courageous. To grab yourself. To stand your, in your spot. To have a place in this world. You have to have akshanut. You have to be a big akshan. And he continues to develop this so beautifully. 
פעם אחת עמדו לפני רבנו אנשיו, ובא חייל גוי ודפק על החלון, one time Rabbi Nachman was sitting with his students, and he was learning, not sure what, and some, I don't know, Russian, Ukrainian, whatever it was in the back then, some non-Jewish uh, soldier came and started banging on the, on the, on the wall, on the window, יש כאן איזה מישהו משלנו? Is there any one of ours that's in here? ענו לו, אין. No, there's no one. None of yours that are in here. We're all here. אחרי איזה שעה, חזר ודפק ושאל שוב. An hour later, he comes back again, this non-Jewish soldier, knocks on the door, he says, יש כאן איזה מישהו משלנו? Any one of ours in here? ואמר רבינו, and Rabbi Nachman turned to his students and said, כך הוא היצר הרע שלכם. This is... How your Yetzer Hara operates. Shebitchila ba vekore vekore le'adam. It comes and says, you're, you're one of us. You're not a, you're one of us. You're, you're not a fierce warrior. You're, you're one of us. Aval afilo imponim lo'orif, and even if you turn your back to him, and you say, no, I'm not one of you. I'm, I'm my own person. I'm a warrior of the Jewish faith. He comes back, and again he says, Now what, what is Rabbi Nachman telling them? You ever notice how sometimes when you pass a test, that same test comes again right away to you? And you wonder, what's, I must be so low. Because if I was on a higher level, this test wouldn't reappear because I would have conquered it already. How could it be coming back again? So Rabbi Nachman says, we think the, do, you, do you really think the Yetzirah is stupid? Of course it knows that you'll have a moment of saying, I'm a gibor, right? And the Yetzirah is coming to us after October, October 7th and says, Yisrael? Where's your God, Israel? And we looked it in the face, and we looked at the face, we looked at the faces of our chayalim, Gdashim, and says, we say to it, burn in hell, right? And we were so firm in the beginning of how we felt saying that, right? But it seems like every single day it comes back again and says, Where's Hashem, your God? So you wonder, you say, and now that the kfira may start to irk and say, well, I, guess, I guess I didn't really mean it when I answered it the first time. Because if I answered back the Yitzhah the first time, that it should burn in hell, that voice, then it would have burned in hell and it wouldn't come back again, right? Rabbi Nachman says, that's the biggest trick in, in the, that they know. It's the biggest trick in its bag. The Yitzhahara in this world, kind of similar to the way the Tanya describes the mashal of the, of the prostitute, the whole thing in the, in the Tanya, where it says that its success is when it fails, right? So the Yitzhahara understands, in order to make us Chazakim v'amitzim, it has to produce a midah within us. What midah does it have to produce? Akshanut. An akshan, how do you know if you're stubborn? But if one time someone came to you and tried to stick a thing of doubt into you and you said, no! That considered being stubborn? No. That just means it caught you on a strong day. You had a high moment. Stubbornness is only produced by a reoccurrence of something over and over again and a standing firm against it over and over and over again. That produces the warrior quality. That produces the midah of akshanut that Rabbi Nachman says, without that, you'll lose your place in this world. You won't be able to stand, definitely, in this world, you, you won't be able to stand in this world. If you lose that midah of akshanut, you, you won't be able to be here. It's bashut lo yelech. 
לא ולא ולא ולא. אפילו תשאלו אלף פעמים, תקבלו את אותה התשובה. Even if you ask me a thousand times, nations of the world, dark side of the world, evil voices of the world, you'll hear the same exact answer. אין אצלי שום אחד משלכם. There's none of you by me. I made of something else. כל הקולות המגינים, כל הקולות המחלישים, הם לא באמת שלי, אני משהו לגמרי אחר. All of the weak voices that may be coming out right now, that's not really me. The enemy hears it and says, oh, is one of, you by, is one of us by you? And we say back to him, no, that... Rabbi Nachman says, the voice, the, the warrior, the, the, the gvura of the yid, is that he can even hear those voices coming out of his mouth, but he says, that's not really me. Zeloani. Zeloani, I am not weak. I am not confused. And I'm not buying in to all the convincing voices of the Olam Hana'or, of the enlightened world, of the progressive world. Kach Amar Abeinu, this is how Rabbi Nachman said, Tzrichim legarsho b'chol p'am, ad sh'yistalek legamre. It even sounds a little bit like the Tanya when it comes to the certain quality. He says a person has to legaresh, you have to expel, legaresh, gerushim. You have to kick out that voice over and over and over again, every day, 70 what days? Until what? Until that voice is gone. Now what, vo- this is very important. Rabbi Nachman's not saying until, he's not saying you have to keep on being an akshan until it starts working for you. This is very, very important. Go back to the beginning of Shia. And I want you to really bemet, bemet, open your hearts for this. Rabbi Nachman is not saying that persistence will lead to a change of Hashem's decisions of the world, of how things work in the world. Like Racheli Frankel gave over this whole Torah basically in one sentence to children that <coughs> greeted her at the Kotel when she went one of the days there to go and daven for her, for her children. Remember the line she said? She was, the children were saying, we're praying for you and the two, your son and the two other boys to come home, and, and we're sure they're going to come home. And Racheli Franco looked at their children, she said, Just remember, promise me one thing that you'll remember. Hashem lo God doesn't work by us, meaning, and, and she gave, I don't know, I, that sentence to me, I, that sentence to me is so profoundly deep, and it, it just brings, it brings this point to home. Rabbi Nachman is saying like this, Persistence, stubbornness, and a holy stubbornness doesn't necessarily lead to things starting to work for you the way that you think things need to work in the world. But what does it mean that the persistence and the stubbornness will, what will it cause? What will listalek legamre? What will, com- what? Yeah. The suffolk, the noise, the chatter, the darts of kfira. That will go away. That Rabbi Nachman buried his own first wife and most of his children in his lifetime. And he's the person that's giving us all these etzas. Do you understand? The story of the Jewish people has never been like we figured out a way to crack the code and things start working our way. There was one generation that actively pursued this Migdal Bavel and we know the end of that, right? What it means is that if I'm persistent and I'm stubborn, so stubborn with this Indian of saying... 
There's none of you kfira voices that are part of me at all, every day. And I'm getting deeper and deeper, mevodat Hashem. And it has less and less to do with figuring out why bad things happen to good people. Those voices will eventually go away. I know what you're saying. You, you, I'm feeling it too. It's like, but I want more than that. I actually want. I actually want it to go away. Like I, I want the bad news to go away. I know. I, I do. I mamish do too. There's nothing that I can tell you right now that will change effectively the way I understand how that works. But that's not the point either because we don't understand why the bad happens. And trust me, like, was it? Yonatan Atiyah said this yesterday about quoting a friend of his that he said it shows even the good isn't fair. We don't understand the good either. Don't kid yourselves. In fact, we're sitting around a table learning Rabbi Nachman in Eretz Yisrael, and that we all have clothes that were that that make us feel cozy, and and most of us hope maybe by now had something to food in the fridge, like all these things we don't understand either. That's not our business in this world to understand good or bad. It's not our business. Our esek is to fight the voices of kfira, saying that Hashem's not in control. That is our, that's our avodah. So Rabbi Nachman says, with the persistency and this holy stubbornness of day after day, the chayal goy, the non-Jewish soldier coming saying, hey, any of our chevra in here, and every single day coming and saying no, it doesn't mean that you're a weak person because it keeps on coming back to you, that you didn't pass the test. It means what you're, what's being produced right now is the most fierce warrior that ever existed. An akshan in avodat Hashem. Someone that holds on to their space. That has their makom. Why is it that on Tisha we don't wear shoes? Because if I have nowhere to go, why do I need shoes? Right? Chorban means I have nothing. I, have, I don't have a space in this world. And that's not our zakh. That's not our mitziyut at all. Tzarich liot akshan gadol, Rabbi Nachman says. Sorry, maftiach. Rabbi Nachman promised. This quote is from Chayim Aran, a book about Rabbi Nachman's life. Maftiach. V'im yeh chazak kenegdo kama vechama pa'amim, yizkeh lesalko legamre. He promised, he made a promise. The tzaddik made a promise. If you, if you implement this art of discipline, stubbornness, over and over again, you will lesalekoto legamre. You will eventually kick that voice out of the room completely. Now, what's very important for us right now is I want you all to just think of one really, really negative, spiritually negative habit that you may have been accustomed to do in the past and acknowledge that that's not part of your daily struggle at all right now. But don't worry about Ayn Haraz and everything. You're going to invite it back into your life. Just think about it. Each person in this room has managed at a certain point in life due to persistence to kick a bad habit that was very detrimental for the neshama. So if we were learning Gemara right now, we'd say, Haraya, that means this is proof that it's possible. This is proof that it's possible. One more quote from Reb Nassim, Tzarich liot akshan gadol, kmo akshan mamash, sheoseh adavar bli shum tam. You even have to be so persistent and such so stubborn like the great action that does something over and over again 
without even any reason, meaning you're just like, you're on the automatic mode, no matter what, no matter what. You know, part of me is saying, like, I have this other voice in me while we're learning this, and I'm saying, but Hashem, I'm not letting you off the hook. I still don't want to hear about more Shiva homes, right? We have to have both voices at the same time. It's like, I'm not trying to build myself up so I could have the stamina to keep on hearing this news every day. But this is true for anything in life, especially now. Does that mean that there shouldn't be any, like, inter- entertaining of, of the questions? Of Meaning, if there's any doubt, <clears throat> then we shouldn't even, like, entertain those thoughts and those questions, and we should just... To be an akshan doesn't mean that you're not entertaining any of those thoughts of suffix. Yeah, like, we're not even going there. We're just... Like no emotion, no. Oh, a tremendous amount of emotion, but towards saying that I'm not going down that road. That bus takes me to a dead end. That bus takes me to a place that may seem more comfortable in the beginning, but the end stop of that bus is destruction. Acknowledging it, but I'm just choosing, saying I'm not going on that bus. I'm going on the bus that takes me to Beit HaMikdash. Like saying that, I'm not going on that bus. That bus, it's very inviting because it makes a lot more sense. It's a very inviting bus right now. Saying, you know, if I drop the whole God trip right now, I'll have a much easier time just, you know, it's, it's hard enough with just human emotions. I have to deal with the whole God trip now. So I'm saying, I'm not going on that bus. That bus invites me to a destination that, that burns my soul and my family, and everything that I believe in. Does so, it stop you from feeling pain? God forbid, no. My, it makes me feel more pain over Am Yisrael that's hurting. For sure. It doesn't, it doesn't contradict it. Meaning, having this, meaning I'm saying like this, having this in the end, usually our human mind works like this and says like this, if I'd be able to disconnect like the deeper reasoning from what's happening, then I wouldn't feel as much pain also, right? But it's not true, because I, I feel even more pain, but not the kind of pain that brings kfira into my life. What a gift it is to taste the pain of Am Yisrael, if that's what's needed to be. But what a destructive thing it is when the pain that I'm choosing to taste brings me to heresy. You know who else cries with me when... when the pain of, of a loss of someone brings me to, to heresy besides me and Hashem, also the victim. The korban itself cries over saying I, how painful it is that what, what I, my kiddush Hashem in this world by giving my life may have led a Jew to actually believe less in that which I sacrificed for. It's very heavy what I just said. But you, you, you understand what I'm saying? Okay, let's go. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think the gray area for a lot of people, though, is not necessarily that they don't believe in Hashem or that in Hashem's greatness or his ability to change things immediately, but it comes in a lack of belief in ourself. Like, we don't merit what the Hashem's great hand can do. Nahon. And that's the, that's the pain. It's not that Hashem is like, we don't think that there's Hashem anymore. It's that we're like, we're failing. Right? That, that's, that's the. What you're saying is the national feeling of the moment, 100%. This teaching is about anything, right? But that's, I definitely agree with you. 
that most conversations aren't about like fear about believing in Hashem, but but fear and saying, do I believe in Amisa? Which is even crazier, right? But we learned so many times that if you don't believe in Am Yisrael, you don't really believe in Hashem. If you don't believe that Am, in the merit of Am Yisrael, you don't you don't really believe in God. And we have to we have to figure out how to bridge those two things, which are really one. So it's very good what you're pointing out. Yeah. Like we have the sword in our hand, and we're we're not entertaining these ideas of doubt. It feels like we're not allowing ourselves to feel. It feels like if we're just fighting, then when do we make time to feel? But why is it that feeling is synonymous? Like what you're saying, that feeling, allowing yourself to feel, equals entertaining doubt. Like why why does it have to be that? I could feel all the pain in the world. While I banish out every sec, even if I kicked out every ounce of doubt in my heart, I'd still be devastated every time I have to go to a shloshim or a shiva or a or a hospital. There's no difference between the two. Mm-hmm. She can feel inside. There is no other way. Oh. Okay. <laughs> right? There's no other way to really the real the real fight. Bet hazorim bedima berina. Yeah. So Rabbi Nachman addresses what, exactly what you're saying in a different teaching. And he says that there's two ways to ask that question that you just asked. Are you there? There's a way of asking it with kfira, and there's a way of asking it with bringing more of Hashem's covenant to the world. And we learn it from Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, after Chet Egel, after the sin of the golden calf, which led him to have to kill 3,000 of his own brothers, which we don't pay too much attention to that piece of the story, he, he tells Hashem, he basically says, are you there? But he doesn't, he doesn't ask it like that. He doesn't say, where are you? He says, show me how your name gets greater from what just happened. Har'eni na'at kvodecha. So Rabbi Nachman says, when a Jew screams the three-letter word called, Aye, Aye, that doesn't mean, are you there? Are you there is Suffolk, it's the bus that takes me to the Khurban. Where are you? Or what, what, I, what I am interested in seeing, Hashem, is how your name became greater, is becoming greater from Simchas Torah, is the entertainment of, I, I don't even want to call it Suffolk, but it's just, it's not Suffolk whether you're there or not, it's Suffolk about how does your name become greater in the world, and that's what I'm busy trying to do in this world. So, Rabbi Nachman says, there is room for that question. The question is, how do you ask it? How do you ask it? And Moshe Rabbeinu shows us how to ask it. So it's very good what you brought up, and what you're bringing up. And it doesn't negate the pain. It doesn't put away, it, it, it's just not, I don't know, some of us, I mean, I, I say, say it's about the schools that I grew up in. The schools that I grew up in taught us in Muna that basically said, if you believe in Hashem, nothing's going to hurt you. 
I want to show you. I wish we had a reunion today just to show you where 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 my chaver are holding in both high schools in LA and in Ranana. Deep neshamas, big neshamas. Answers like, if you have real emuna, then there's no suffolk and there's no pain because everything's litova. Shkayach. That's not an Eitz Chaim. That's not. Rabbi Nachman's not dealing on that level at all. Rabbi Nachman's opening up, he's saying, he's saying, you need a sword because you're in a war. But on the other hand, come here, you are capable, you're holy, you're not a Ben Suffolk. You're not a person of doubt. Inside of you is the midah of Akshanut. Now go out simultaneously and go and do what you have to do. Go and do what you have to do. Every day, day in, day out, every single day. So look at the bottom over here. Etikar aschar akabel lo ala atzlachot ela al kol rega shelo barachti. Wow, what a line. He says, wow, this is amazing. He says, the real reward that I'll receive won't be on all my successes, but it'll be for all the moments that I didn't flee, that I didn't run away. Nishati la'amod mula chesronot, mula kishlonot, mula retzonot v'asheifot shelo yitgashmo. I stood firm. I stood my ground in face of, in light of all the things that are blemishing and lacking and missing and failures, I stood in front of all the ritzonot, all the aspirations and dreams that I had that haven't been fulfilled, and I still didn't walk away from it. Again, it doesn't exempt me from then fulfilling it, but it just means that the reward that I will get won't be for all the successes that I did. It's dafka over the reality that always told me it's much safer to run the heck away from here because this doesn't add up and it doesn't make sense. And for your fragile being, this is too complicated. Like example given, Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael, right? Could it be more clear that this is not the, st- this is not the script of our dreams? This is not the script of the she'ifot, the aspirations and the dreams and the ritzonot of thousands of years of our parents and grandparents. So there's, a, there's like this disguised holy voice in me that says, run away. I told you this last week or two weeks, whenever we learned, move to North Ontario, start it again, come back with a whole equipped young generation that's not Mebulbal. But that's still running away. That's still running away. We're not running away. We're not, we're, we're just not... Look at us, we're not going anywhere. But just not going anywhere is not enough. I also have to not go anywhere with the sword in my hand. He's such a great writer. When the webs of despair came to ask me, Have I been convinced yet that I laughed in their face saying, never. Just like today. You have, it's unbelievable. You have so many Yishmaelim throughout this whole country, right? Throughout the land that are, they put out, Baruch Hashem, you, you've, been, you've been spared from this. But they put out all of these tamulot, all these commercials, all these different, you know, snippets and posts and like laughing at us and saying, 
guys, it's you still actually believe in all those in all that shtuyot of 1948 and God loving you. And we're laughing in their we're laughing in their face. If we actually saw that, we'd laugh in their face and say, "Are you kidding me? Do you know who I am? Do you know what I'm made out of? This is nothing." hurts like a like I've never heard before but this in the big picture is nothing about a concept that you will never understand called Netzach Yisrael Netzach Yisrael lo yishakir Hem amru ata chalash Ani amarti atem meshakrim Hem amru matam Ani amarti leze korim chayim This is what's called being alive Standing here and not running away. Say, this is never gonna, it's gonna be like this forever. I will. It's called the, the rest of the warrior. It's, it's too late. It may have worked good in the 70s and all that. It's not, it's not gonna work anymore. They said, since Simcha's Torah, till today, it's just been more and more of a churban with moments of light, all these. And I say, kan v'achshav. Now, here and now, it starts to change. Hem amru, basof tireshet tzadakno, akol hayal ashav. They'll say, listen, the U.S. will come and eventually tie your hands. And all this thing, it's all ashav. Ani amarti, en matzav. רבי נחמן ליטף אותי ביד אחת וביד השנייה הוא נתן לי סכין. מי הוא המנצח? רבי נחמן said, who is victorious? מי שעדיין מחזיק את הנשק ביד. The person that's still standing with the weapon in their hand. Now, what is רבי נחמן referred to generally as weapon? Davening. If you're still davening, after all of this, if you're still waking up in the morning, and you're talking to Hashem, and you're praying, you're opening your heart, you're crying your heart out, Rabbi Nachman says, that is someone who's victorious. That's the winner. Ata Hashem Shomer, and he's talking to you and me, At Yechola, Tatchili Lehilachem. I know you think you can't daven. I know you think you have voices of saying, what's the point? Every day I wake up to this. And Rabbi Nachman is just giving us all the encouragement, all the strength in the world to say that may have been true until a second ago, but right now, it starts now. It starts now and it starts now. And this, this matzav that we're in is producing for us a new figure of an Eved Hashem. An Eved Hashem that has what's called Akshanut Dikdusha, this incredible stamina, this unbel- unimaginable Ability to stand on your place that nothing can move you and nothing can shake you. Nothing. Not in the name of Gamzu Tova, Akol Beseder, Say Baruch Hashem, Taloma Bin Klum. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. I hope you understand it. That's not what we're saying. We're saying something else. This is producing a new type of Eved Hashem in the world right now. An Eved Hashem that knows that it's true, I could always, like you were saying, I can always do more. That's, but if, if, if the voice of I could always do more brings me to a place of deciding to go on the, on the Yush train, then it's not, it's not a holy voice of I could always do more. 
I could always do more and I will do more is the kind of voice that, that we're looking for. Will it change everything? Do I know of anything that I've done before if it changed everything or not? Do I know about anything that I've actually done in the world if it worked or not? You know, sometimes I think, I'll tell you, Mamash, personally, sometimes I think like this. It happened a lot when I, in the world of, uh, with concerts. Sometimes I'd come off stage and asking Hashem Mechila that I ever learned guitar because I was embarrassed about what, what just happened out there. That night I'll get a message from someone saying, oh my God, that song you played, I can't tell you, I can now go in and talk to my wife again or whatever. Then I've had nights where I said to Hashem, I'm so happy with the decision that you made to give me the ability to play guitar and sing because this was made for a night like this when the feedback has been, what were you, what were you trying to do up there, right? Like, <laughs> same thing with shiurim. Same thing with classes. Sometimes I'm certain that I will never, ever give a shear again until I go and run off to Medjibush for 20 years and do his brain, like something, right? And then that, and then how often, you, I'm sure, could relate to this, and anyone that's, you know, I'm sure you've, you've had this, and then someone will come and say to you, do you know that if it was worth coming to the world to hear that one thing, that's worth it. And, sometimes I'm sure this is what, exactly what everyone needed to hear, and then I'll have some, you know, Follow up, and people will be like, I don't know what you were talking about. That was way over, right? What's my point? Is that we don't, if we knew if it worked or didn't work, this game would be so boring. It would be so horrible. It's not the point. It's the Yetzirah that tells us you have to always check in and see if it's working or not. We don't know. One thing we know. Every step towards you and not running from you is a victory. That is what we know. That's it. That's what we know. And that's the war right now. On our front, that's the war right now. So I hope this piece, I hope, I hope this piece, listen, obviously I hope this piece spoke to you like it's speaking to me. I, I, I wouldn't dare say, I hope this piece worked and now it's, you know. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Don't tell me that. I mean, maybe it did, maybe me, it did. <laughs> I, just hope, I just hope that we become courageous warriors and while Hashem sees that we're trying so hard through so much pain, He'll just say to our tzaras, die. He'll say enough. Amen. All right. Shavua Tov, everyone.